nodding in and out of smiles like an archaleptic comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed loser. A story with no plot. I had more white wine. I did have a couple of Chardonnay stuff, but yeah. I switched, dude. Do you, um, you're like, you're like a wine, you're or a white wine guy, right? Like, that's like your forte. I'm a, ooh, one second. Yeah, I. So, you know, you see where the blue light is on the mic? Yeah. That's like the sweet spot, because then like you get on the other side of it, and like the recording's not as good. So just like, don't, don't talk like in the front of it, because you'll come back and forth in and out of it. You see what I'm saying? Let me see this. How's yeah, that? that's perfect. And then just these things are super flexible, so you can kind of move yeah. them wherever you need them to be. It's like a little too high. I felt a little awkward there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fucking. But you're a, like, want, like white wine is your like go to though. Yeah. So I don't know. I've I always like think I'm into something, and then it switches. Like I've always like I go through phases with drinking. Mm-hmm. Like I think you all remember I was a gin guy. Big gin guy. <laughs> Big gin guy. Gin and was like your fucking shit, dude. It was my life. And then, I don't know, like I did that for like two years and then I switched to like vodka and then like I started being like, then I just, when I went into wine, I was a big like red wine. Like I was like red wine only because I thought white wine for, for bitches. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, red wine only. Even when we drank wine in college, like the mm-hmm. color Rossi was like always red wine only. Yeah, and then are you talking about like the the, the milk gallon. jugs? Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> dude, those fucking or what did I call them? The fish bowls. The yeah. uh, that's what I used to call them, dude. <laughs> yeah. They're fish bowls. They're massive. And we'd be like, all right, fucking. What what did we call it? it was uh, cafe uh, cafe. Wait, fi- oh, five five day cafe. cafe. That's yeah, what it five was. Five day cafe. Yeah. Dude. So that was that was a a, a color Rossi table red wine only situation. And then, like, I think it was it was definitely, like, after college when I started drinking more more and more white wine. Mm-hmm. And because, like, I always thought, like, it was going to be sweet. Like, in my, like, you always think it's sweet. Same thing with, like, rosé. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is dry. Like, it definitely, yeah. like, you could get really dry white wines and really dry, um, like, rosé and stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely switched. And I have went through, like, I was, like, Chardonnay only. And then now I, like... A little Sauvignon Blanc, nice. a little bit. So I uh, go through everything. Every time I hear Sauvignon, like I always like, I feel like you got to get breathy and lazy with it. It's just Sauvignon. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, I always love saying that. It's so stupid. But I do remember going to like wine fest and just like it was super fun. Yeah. But I also remember like early on drinking. And I say early on for me, like obviously freshman year and stuff, like you would just drink whatever is in front of you. Like you... <laughs> Or the cheapest shit, right? Like, that's why people love Four Locos. But ultimately, I remember early on drinking of, like, early 21 years of going to Bosky and being like, oh, we've got to do the new IPA. <laughs> like, the nastiest shit. And I do like an IPA. I do. Yeah. But we were, like, we were housing them. And like, oh, I love the bitter. I like, oh, such a good. And then, like, now you're like, man, a Coors Light works just fine. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm full-blown out on... Like, most craft beer. Like, I'm over it. Like, the phase is gone for me. Well, you know what's funny, though? Is, like, with craft beer, now I like the tame shit. Like, the New Mexico Standard, it's <laughs> yeah. light, easy. Yeah. yeah. Really, and that's what I meant. Like, well, mostly, like, craft beer-wise, like, I'll have, like, one or two. Yeah. But I do, I, like, stick to lagers only. Yeah. 
the or like well, that's, well, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. even like now craft beer. It's like if I do even go craft beer, it's like all right. I may I may do one IPA. I yeah. may do one like something something. But now yeah. get me back to the stuff that's like Michelob Ultra. Like, yeah, get me to the the tame shit. Hundred percent. Like I. Uh... I don't believe another happy camper will enter my body. Oh, that's tough, yeah. dude. You used to love him. <laughs> Mike yeah. was even more so on those. He loved happy camper. Like, yeah. He was all about that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's more of the branding for him, honestly. Oh, it was. That's like half of our shit, though. Like, yeah. the branding of the whole thing. Makes everything. But yeah, I um, the best one for me right now, and it's my favorite, and I could drink a few of them, is the Ex Novo Posner, the Pro Haggard one. Mm. That's like, I'm... I'm I love the naming of it. I haven't I haven't had it yet, but everyone says it's fantastic. Dude, it is very good. That's also, my favorite brewery right now. I was about to say I've also heard that the actual brewery itself down in Corrales is fucking awesome. You haven't been? Mm-mm. Oh, I haven't been down there yet. It's the best. Which I do like going to Padres down in Corrales, but I think like in their beer garden, would do you think they'd let you smoke out there? Um I actually don't think you can. Yeah. To be honest. I think well mm, no, I think like mostly the beer garden, the the whole concept of it was to like allow parents to get fucked up. Nice. Because yeah, yeah. Honestly, you go there. Like I've like the beer garden's fun, but I actually go a lot to the original side mm-hmm. just because it's a little bit more chill. And well, it's the beer garden's closed right now. But honestly, you get there on a summer day, and it's literally like a park. It's a yeah. dog park, kid park, and like the parents are just like standing there, like drinking beer. Which honestly, I get it for them. Like yeah. that sounds a badass, but. Yeah, the other side's a little bit more chill these days, but the beer garden is super cool. Have you been up to Santa Fe Brewing in Santa Fe? No. Now that is I a get there. that is a sweet patio. The only thing that sucks, and maybe maybe I'm being um, a little more negative and and not as realistic about the whole thing, because there's no like quick hotel, like there's nothing like close by, so you can stay in Santa Fe and you can which, do all of that, which is not like the worst thing. It's but, expensive. It's cool, though. Yeah. And so that's the thing is, like, you really do need, like, a DD. You need someone who's going to drive you up there and drive you back. And yeah. can well, be fun. But Is the – because it's before the city, so it's before, like, any real runner stop, huh? Yeah, it is. It, and, like, it's also weird because, like, you go – like, you spiral into it. So you, like, go past it and you circle all the way back and, like, come back around to it. It's It's, like, it's off the freeway, so it's, like, right there, but it's not – off is, the freeway is the exit like the relief route yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah right. so you, you got to go up back around it's like fuck dude like it's yeah. not convenient i honestly want to do one of these well me and jelly have talked about me and jelly have gone to like stay the night over in santa fe a couple times now mm-hmm. and honestly it's super fucking cool like yeah. it's a cool date night like I, I like growing up here i used to always think like santa santa fe sucks like, yeah it's stupid anytime someone came from out of town We'd have to, like, go show them the steps without nails and all the other bo- – have you heard of you Yeah, yeah, church, yeah. Right? I've, I've heard of it. I haven't been there, but, <laughs> yeah. like, that was, like, the big thing growing up, like, uh, going to church was, like, the the staircase with yeah. no nails. And- so, yeah, we would have to always, like, anytime people came from, like, New York or anything, we would have to go there and, like, go to Santa Fe. And I was like, Santa Fe is so stupid. Like, mm-hmm. we would meet people on planes coming back home, like, oh, yeah, we're going to Santa Fe. We go every year. And I would be like, why? Who yeah. gives a fuck? It's just, like – a shitty town mm-hmm. but now like getting older and appreciating like the plaza area like i so the the whole city of santa fe i don't know at all sure i know the plaza area mm-hmm. is super cool and it's super fun like you yeah. get a hotel like all those hotels are super charming mm-hmm. very romantic you go you like 
have some wine like and you just kind of walk around do some window shopping because none of us could afford shit there yeah and then you uh and there's like a lot of cool like bars and restaurants like it close it's an early town but yeah it, it's fun like i had a, i've always had a good time i do enjoy going up there when red bull comes into town like everyone's fascinated when they come in from red bull mm-hmm. they're like oh this is really cool like and that's like part of it right because state capital everyone knows like there's like rich history with santa fe I, it, also it's the oldest capital right like in the united states even though we're not like the oldest state by any stretch but i think it's one of the oldest cities if not the oldest capital it like, is it is coming from the ex-history teacher it nice. is the oldest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the oldest capital in like the continental united states um because it was the capital of like new spain like it was like mm. that territory's capital gotcha prior. and well and that's honestly one thing that like I think you like growing up here, you don't get, but when people come into town, you start to start appreciating like yeah. how culturally unique New Mexico is. You yeah. get a little bit more NM true in your heart because like there is no other city in like people have their old towns. They have their other bullshit. Yeah. There's no city in America that is like Santa Fe, like right. as like intact as like true to its culture and like has legit like history there. Um, it's really cool. And it's it comes from the fact that New Mexico was, like, a hub prior to the fact. And so when, like, New Mexico did become a state, like, all, like, Americanized stuff kind of went right over to the less developed Arizona. And mm-hmm. that's why I feel like Arizona is more developed now. Mm-hmm. But it is, like, it feels very, like, it's much more like washed. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. Say, like, like I don't Cal- want to say, it just Californ- commercialized. Like yeah. California, like California feel, light. Yeah, yeah. Like especially when you're in when you're in Phoenix, like it is weird to think, oh, New Mexico and Arizona were the same at one point, and yeah. then you like go over there and you're like, what the fuck? Like, they, like we are not like that at well, all. And it's funny to think like New Mexico was like economically and like trade and everything was like head and shoulders above like that Arizona side of the territory. It just like as things developed, New Mexico kind of. That's. I wish we had a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a, li- a little even as we go up. Like, like, oh, why do we keep the history? <laughs> That's a great uh, Dane Cook bit where he's like talking about like, he's like, I didn't even know I was being racist, but I was being racist. He's like <laughs> telling my black friend, we're like, what if for like there's a new world and just as a quick timeout, we just send all the white people to the world. He's like, that right there, racist. He's like, why? He's like, you get the new world, we get shitty old earth. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> We keep shitty old New Mexico and Arizona gets all the cool shit. Like, That's <laughs> it's kind of the same shit, yeah. dude. But then you go to then you get old towns and old earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I like it's interesting That's- because like growing up, every, like I always thought Bloom Fiesta was like the dumbest thing, and I never ever went. Like I never like I, I the first time I went was this past October, so like zero to twenty six I never went twenty six wow. I turn like and we go. And it was fucking awesome. Like I really it's, enjoyed that. The, yeah. Like, it, the, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Growing up, I was always like, we went as kids, and then again, people come from out of town. It's like, gotta go see the balloons. I'm like, fucking why? Yeah. Look up in the sky. Yeah. They'll be there in the morning. Yeah. And then go back to bed, and yeah. they'll be fine. Like we don't have to get up at five. Cold as shit. Past couple times, I have gone as an adult, appreciate a little bit more, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yes. Like last time we brought like Mondo and Bridget came and it was so like, it was very, um, I'm losing the word that I'm trying to think of, but it was amazing to see people from not here as like experience it, experience it and be like, just like in awe and like, mm-hmm. 
and because it makes you a little kid because you know when you're a little kid you love balloons like whatever it is mm-hmm. like it's like it does make you a kid like you i was running around like i want to see the pig is going yeah out. <laughs> <laughs> spider is, pig is inflating let's it, run there it was wild like to be like you i think you lose that right like what we we're talking about you're around it so much and it's like it, you're not as like uh sensitive to all of it and just as the balloons were going up you like you look at it and it's it's almost like anything right like if you look at a, a balloon that a kid holds in their hand and that floats off on them it's like oh it's just a balloon you see it like in the distance mm-hmm. like whatever and then so you kind of see like these massive hot air balloons and it's almost like the same thought you're like oh okay it's just a balloon mm-hmm. across the sky yeah. okay when you're underneath them it's kind of fucking intense yeah. and it does like i don't think I like I didn't understand until moving here that it does take a full team yeah to get one balloon off the ground. Then you see how many teams there are and you're like holy fuck dude it's a process to get one in the air. 100%. And you think about how the people, they come from around the world to go see that. But honestly like walking in the like walking the field during the balloon fiesta because it's it is cool like even just driving to see like the whole sky scattered with balloons. yes but when you're walking on the field it like is a sensory like overload and like total like i don't want to say satisfaction because it's not sexual but like yeah, yeah. total like sensory satisfaction of like the like it's cold it's like a little bit nippy mm-hmm. and like you hear like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and you like you're feel seeing them. all this stuff and like you're hearing just like it's just so it is intense it's so too cool I didn't realize until I was there because I had never been like around a hot air balloon. I didn't realize like how much heat you catch off yeah. of them, mm-hmm. like right, like being right next to them. Even yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, next, next year, I want to go with you though. I want to. Like I've walked and I've done that my whole life. I want to. I want to do the do Bruce the, tent. Do a second tent. <laughs> yeah. Let me see what I can do because I definitely could pull some strings. That I would, I would that love was to do that. That yeah. was awesome. That yeah. I will say that is a game changer. I don't know that now because like we did do like the walking around. Do Gotta all do that. it once. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I, and um, I felt like to to be honest with you, I felt dumb when Red Bull would come into town. And I say Red Bull like anyone from Red Bull National. So mm-hmm. you know this could be anyone that they don't necessarily live in Santa Monica, but they maybe oversee stuff. But they work for Red Bull. I work for Admiral Beverage. So, yeah. like, these people that come in from Red Bull North America, whether they're stationed in Denver, Idaho, wherever it may be, when they would come into town and they'd ask me, like, how is Bloom Fiesta? And I just go, oh, I've never been. Like, that's uh, a weird feeling yeah. to describe to someone, this is in my backyard, but I never go. Yeah. And it was awesome to go, but to your point of sitting in the Dos Equis tent, having a beer at 9 a.m. after you were up at 4 and then, like, the best part of that even was it got warm. It got mm-hmm. really warm. It gets nice because it's still, yes. like, a beautiful time in New mm-hmm. Mexico where it's, like, it's just cold 4 a.m. is cold. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. – it's really cold. It's just cold enough for, like, the balloons to do everything. And then once in that sky, it really gets nice. It's yeah. fantastic. Sorry, we're, so, the, we're the layer capital of the world, man. It's <laughs> got the, a layer. <laughs> the layer capital. Remember, it it really was, that? dude. I'm sure you had it, too. Will you hand me that aquifer, by the way? Sorry. Yeah. I'm sure you had it too in Farmington where like, I just remember like growing up watching the news or like the news would be on and like always channel seven be like, make sure your kids are in layers because it's going to be really cold and it's going to be really fucking hot. It's so funny because I, I relate to Claire um, for anyone listening, my roommate's girlfriend. I relate to Claire and like the aspect of she grew up in, I believe she grew up in Hobbs and Mm -hmm. people in Hobbs 
claim to be from Texas. Hobbs America. Hobbs America. They don't baby. claim shit. They, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But like that part of like the the state, they claim to be from Texas because like yeah, they're it is really close. Yeah. Well, and they're they're not as centralized to New Mexico, right? Like they're mm-hmm. off on their own doing their thing. Well, being from Farmington, there was so much like New Mexico hate. And everyone wanted to be from Colorado Durango. because we, yeah, we were really close to Durango, which was funny because like Durango got New Mexico news, like that their yeah, news was not, col- to, yeah. yeah, they they weren't getting Colorado news, yeah. Um, but it was weird because I didn't really develop like that New Mexico pride, like w- the way you talk about New Mexico true and how that is. I didn't really develop that until I went to New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I went to state that I first saw a roadrunner for that matter. And anyone that's listening out of state, the roadrunners are not, or are not a national bird, Jesus Christ, state. our state <laughs> bird, right? So to have not seen one until like until I went to college was crazy. And then to see the Zia symbols and to see the just the um, pride in being from New Mexico, it was really cool to go to state and like see that for the first time. Yeah, and I'm sure it's only grown to because like. Oh, absolutely, bro! I've got a Zia on me. No, yeah, yeah, I see the American, <laughs> the New Mexican, the New Mexico flag right there, uh, which is the best flag in the fifty states. So people, people wear that fucking stupid bear, and it's like, get that! It's so fucking. Oh, for dumb. California, it looks like shit. I, I will say, I think the Colorado flag goes pretty hard. I mm. think it's pretty sweet. I don't think it's better than New Mexico. It's not but that I think simple. It's, it's simple. no, the symbol is incredible, and it's so it's so simple mm-hmm. of like. That's I don't like like all like except for like Maryland is kind of cool but you still like you can't rep it like the Zia symbol and like the flag looks great on all merch. Yes. Like it looks very good on I, merchandise. So I have yet to see which which is so fucked up because it's a stolen symbol. <laughs> like it's so fucked but everything is right like Yeah. The uh if you see it on a shirt I have yet and this this is very truly I I feel like I enjoy like the way colors come together and the way like we present them mm-hmm. when you see the zia any color zia light blue dark red whatever it may yeah. be on any color it looks fantastic oh. i i'm in shock of how great the color combinations really are any color of the zia and any color background well especially the turquoise oh the turquoise <laughs> now I fucking hate U and M with a passion, but yeah, like, they rock the red and the turquoise. It the looks ch- good. It looks so good, and I fucking hate that. It, it looks better good. than our the maroon and turquoise. turquoise. I mean, I, it I think it still looks. good. It looks good, it but it look doesn't look good as good as, as the cherry. Good. Yeah, it's but stupid. Even like my Zia symbol hat, mm-hmm. it's just like the yellow hat with the red Zia on top, like in the front. Mm-hmm. Super simple. I'm like that. Like that's better than any Colorado hat. I've seen oh, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. But no, the symbol is like I always forget. Like I always look it up a bunch and then forget what it is. But like the actual meaning, like the fours, like the, it's it's uh, the four of um everything. It's like the stages of life, life the seasons, seasons, the time parts of, of the day. day. Yeah, and there's one other, and I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one more. Yeah, there's one other. There like. Because each each one has, and it's so funny. I said that to someone from Red Bull, and they're like, "You got it tattooed. You don't know the meanings." So I was like, "Look, man, no, <laughs> no, the Zia tattoo. You don't have to. The meaning is, I'm from fucking New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> why do I? Why did I get it? Because it's all sick, and they don't understand that at all. <laughs> I do love that. I, when I worked at camp, that was the best. Is describing yours? people, huh? On my calf. What did I say? Down yonder. My buddy Desmond has the whole just whole on the side. on the ribs, the whole side. Yeah. The uh, it was funny when I worked at camp, 
we were talking about sayings and expressions that people have. And I was trying to tell them that we use all instead of very mm-hmm. so much. It is incredible how much we use it. Cause like you talk about someone being upset and like, she was all mad and like, <laughs> yeah, it's the dumbest, best thing that we have. I think it's so funny. Shit cool. was all sick. It sounds better than like mad, like, mm-hmm. uh, like that was mad. Cool. Yeah, it was mad cool. It's like, shit was all sick. <laughs> Sounds better. The the one thing I haven't done New Mexico related is I have not gone to the um, Carlsbad Caverns. Yeah. And I w- I've heard they're fantastic. Yeah, I went as a kid. I would like to go older. Go see it again. Yeah. The It was I've, cool when I was young. I've gone to Mesa Verde. I believe that's in, is that Colorado or is that Utah? I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Have I want to say it's Colorado, but that was gonna, pretty legit. Have you gone to Chaco Canyon, being that you're, it's closer to where you're from? Maybe. There's so much stuff that... I'm sure you've been on a field trip there. Probably. The <laughs> The amount of stuff I've done, and I just don't know that I'm there, or or that it's even in my backyard, and I grew up just around it, Yeah, um, is it, pretty insane, too. And um, honestly, a lot of the cool shit I've done in around New Mexico was when I was a camp counselor, like during the summers. Mm-hmm. Our boss was like crazy and made us take these like long ass field trips. Like, so I mean, I was 18 driving a 15 passenger bus. Like, to add, I drove, I went, I think <laughs> my Aztec longest, ruins. yeah, my longest one was Aztec. But like, can you imagine, like, it's a day camp too. And it was yeah. like, get there at seven. It was, that's a three hour, if not, get there at seven. Like, we would get to the camp at seven. Oh, 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 oh. And I like, was like, dip. bro, so you leave at four <clears throat> no, to get there? I was like, no, no. That's insanity. No, it was super funny though, because like, she, she would, she would purpose, purposely, like, the way, like, things worked out, like, it wasn't that we had, like, the groups are usually, like, 25, mm-hmm. but, like, the field trips she would plan, like, couldn't always fit, like, the full 25 kids in the group, and, like, so, it, she would just, we would have to, like, bank and, like, kind of work in that, like, because the camp started at 9, and she would, like, have trips leave at 7, like, we would have to be the buses going at 7, like, just so kids would be late and not not be able to go. We didn't have enough people to oh, fit on the bus, dude. <laughs> and it was like, damn, it's kind of fucked. But like, we can't fit everybody, and yeah. it's just not gonna work out. Like, dude, it, there was times where I shit you not, like, we would be in the van, like loading up, because she was like, we have to go get on the van now, and people would be pulling up with their kids, and she'd be like, go, 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 go. Yeah. go. <laughs> I'm like, take well, off, take off, take I'm off. Like, dude, this is a this is a Dodge van of like a '97 Dodge van. Oh, like, you can't close the doors. I can't get out of here much quicker. But yeah, we would drive like. But anyways, the long story short is, I would go to like a lot of cool like ruins and stuff. Like, there's a, uh, it's Bandelier National Monument like near like Los Lu- Los Alamos. Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool. Like, dude, that you, it's like a civilization that was in a canyon. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was all like. Uh, uh, mountain dwellings like they had yeah. all cut out mountain dwellings like in the it was like well that's what makes it like, is yeah and i was like, like this is amazing yeah. yeah i was like this is so cool like why did I, i've never even heard of this it's incredible how people <laughs> lived because i lose my phone for 10 minutes and i'm fucking useless mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm so dependent <laughs> on technology it's unbelievable i know it's bad i'm like so dependent on social media i love tiktok i love instagram mm-hmm. like i love doing all that shit and not having my phone like i said for even a couple minutes is the worst. Yeah. I hate that shit. I know, and I try not to be that way. Like, even if I'm not, like, doing anything, I hate how reliant I am, like, just of having it with me or near me. Just, like, but, like, I even, because I, like, signed out, I have, like, all the accounts and stuff, but, like, I don't have my Twitter or 
like Snapchat or Instagram like signed in anymore. But like then it's like it's good because I don't want to like I think it's better for me not to have that stuff. But then I just find like a different outlet. And yeah, I, I just scroll through something else. Wasn't you know? that wasn't that Dylan? <clears throat> shout out Dylan Ferreira. Uh, he deleted all of his social media and then he just became obsessed with LinkedIn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, then you just, you find a new, you're going to keep scrolling somewhere. Yes. Like I've had a stand of not getting TikTok. I don't know. Just cause I felt like it's a time suck. It is a time suck. Yeah. But then uh, now I just find myself like going through like YouTube shorts. And it's ah, like, <laughs> that's my sister. She doesn't have TikTok and she loves YouTube shorts. I mean, they might be better. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I was like, you, you went to a different app that does what TikTok does, but not as good. It's like, you're finding what TikTok had a week ago. No, no, yeah. This, the, the videos are the same, but the interface of YouTube, badass. <laughs> I don't know, man. I do love... I don't know why I'm defending TikTok so adamantly. I'm like, yeah. don't shut up. TikTok doesn't you better. Chinese. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid, but I fucking love it. My TikTok, as of right now, at least 50% of the videos I see on my For You page are thirst traps. Yeah. Thirst traps. I mean, I tell everyone it's just a pregame to Pornhub. Like, I see it and I'm like, all right, that's hot. All right, I'm so, alone. Like, fuck it. you don't get to it, though. <laughs> you don't get to the Pornhub. <laughs> Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it depends. Depends right. how long it's been. Speaking of thirst trap, it was so funny um, because Jelly was like, I was like getting ready to come here. Mm-hmm. And Jelly was like, holy shit. I was like, what? What? And she was like, this girl is like, could be the hottest girl I've ever seen. Like, I don't know how her body's like this. And I was like, well, do you have to show me now? Yeah. And I went and like, <laughs> I went and looked. Oh my God. Who I went, is it? So I never look at I her. I went and looked at a picture <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's Olivia Dunn. And she have you heard of that girl? The, the LSU Oli- gymnast? Oh yeah. Livy? Yeah. Livy, oh, whatever. Are you kidding me? I, was I, looked, like, yeah, yeah, I looked and she's like, how do you know? And I was like, dude, look any, at her. <laughs> any 18 to 28 year old knows who Livy Dunn is. Are you shitting me? Oh my God. I was like, and she was like, t- I was like, yeah, like I get it. I understand. Like I don't have like any now. like like I'm saying like I don't even have like any of that other stuff. And it finds a way to get to. Oh, it will. And I was like, I you was like, yeah, that though? she is. She might be the. <laughs> she's she's remarkable. But what's funny is like because I'm not as into blondes. Not saying like how to explain this. Me neither. I'm not. I'm not into blondes. But I'm not. I'm not the guy to be like, oh, any brunette's hotter than a blonde. It's like let's take not let's true. pump the brakes. Now, her friend uh, Elena or Lon, Elena, whatever it is. I'm not that too deep. Uh, Dude, <laughs> you're not. As I was about to say, you're like one video away from seeing her because she's. I think she's hotter. Mm. Like I think she's incredible. You're gonna have to now. You're gonna have to fight me on that. One. Here, here. Uh, I, I mean, that's fine. The other thing that again, I've said this before, even on this podcast, is I feel like people take that statement when I go, "This girl's hotter." It's not me saying this girl, the other girl, isn't hot. Mm-hmm. It's me saying that I think this girl's a nine seven. That girl's a nine six. It's like. Both incredible, impeccable. 100%. That's just like when, like in my family does a lot. When I say a person in the NFL sucks, yeah, it doesn't mean that they suck. Correct. It means that they suck comparative. Like the way I use it is they suck comparatively to their hype or like their. Mm-hmm. Um, Not living like, to their standard or the, or the standard set previously. Whatever like people like, like I always say DK Metcalf sucks. And obviously like he doesn't suck, but he sucks comparatively to the narrative around him in my mind. Like that that's the way like Fair. same same thing to you. Like you're not saying that she's not hot. She's not as hot as this girl. Yeah. It's like <laughs> and that's all and again, that that means mathematically in my head, okay, so this girl Elena is like a nine eight and Olivia is nine seven. It's like yeah. sorry, that's the way I feel. But 
again, if you're going to be like, oh, that other girl's gone forever. Like, she doesn't exist. Olivia's the only person left on the planet. I'm like, dope. She's still fucking hot. <laughs> like, I know exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, though. When, yeah, when you said Olivia Dunn, I was like, wait, who's that? And then you said, I was like, Livy. Yeah, I yeah. know. She, uh, it's funny because, and I mean, shit, might, might get some, uh, some comments on this, but I don't like the narrative when people talk about what's going on and not flipping the situation for gender. So she went to like Utah for a competition, mm. uh, and there was a bunch of guys there yeah. that were like super excited and like they waited outside by like the bus. It was a, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, how many girls do that exact thing for college football players like college basketball players, NFL players, NBA players. How many girls do that exact thing? And granted, see, I would flip. I would say like, I would go with like the Jonas Brothers, or more sure. of like a boy brand, boy sure. band. Yeah, but sure. yeah. Okay. I was about to say that's totally fine. <laughs> You're helping my argument. Like, yeah, it's it's when people don't flip the situation on its head. Yeah, it's like everything is is catered in that way granted i'm not sitting here saying women haven't had hardship that's not my point i'm not saying that men aren't creeps that's not my point there are things that still exist but if you flip that situation on its head people go oh i guess it's not that big of a deal yeah yeah and that bothers me tremendously there was a situation not going to get into the huge details not going to say names this one girl i didn't like continued to try to make advances towards me mm-hmm. um, in a social situation, kept like touching my arm, putting her head on my shoulder and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. And I wasn't rude. I wasn't mean. I continued to talk, but I wasn't flirty. I wasn't trying to be funny. Anything. I just, I, I tried to make it very known that but what were you I'm wearing? not interested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was wearing my finest pullover, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> but again, I was like, again, I didn't make jokes around her. I didn't mm-hmm. do anything. I was like, whatever. And, it wasn't until later I was talking to someone who was also there and they were like, Oh dude, like it's not that big of a deal. I was like, yeah, I was like, it's not, I was like, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. However, flip that on its head. Yeah. Turn the, turn the genders around. If I keep like grabbing for her wrist or yeah. if I like touch her and I'm like continuing to flirt, the narrative changes a little bit. Everyone in the situation would have gone, bro, you need to stop. You're being a creep. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that, that's yeah, unfortunate, but that's kind of like the way so, like society works. Yeah. I will say the one other cuz I do kind of I I definitely see your point. The only like I asked like what were you wearing? Cuz that is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That is like I do oh, feel like sometimes stupid. like girls would have got like that room. It's like, "Well, you're dressed like a horse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when that, it's like, "No, just because I like just cuz I was dressed like that doesn't mean I want every guy to yeah, fuck me." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But that yeah, no, that I do, is I do bad. get what you're saying. Like it does like things definitely go both sides and like there's the shit that comes up. Like yeah, like and especially like it happened in college a lot too, where like just like one girl would say something like off putting about a guy or like say like, Hey, like they did something weird and like their whole could be like four years, their whole narrative was that they're a creep, you know. It's so yeah so dumb when that shit happens i don't want to get into the the weeds of that one there was a situation where i remember there was a girl um she like went to a guy's room that a guy didn't like her and she was drunk went to his room got in his bed and i'm like whoo like i know the story (laughs) and everyone and everyone's like it's not that big a deal she's drunk it's like whatever she's pretty it's like guess what 
if that situation was flipped on its head, yeah, this would be your like you're a creep. Like there would possibly be charges on that yeah. person. I will also say too, guys do it to themselves in this guys regard do it for sure. Because like I like like I'm not thing, defending like, guys. I'm yeah. just saying girls look at yourselves. Like, <laughs> no, because like guys do it the same like the same thing of like I would say in the situation like like in your situation like. Almost came out of my mouth like, "Why are you being a bitch, dude?" Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's, fucking, the, what's the big deal? What's the problem? <laughs> Someone likes you. <laughs> yeah. Fucking relax, dude. I've like, dude, I've almost. Like a, go ahead. It's sorry. a South Park episode where um, the baby brother of uh, Kyle is fucking the the kindergarten teacher. Oh, dude. And they go around. And it's like, this is so inappropriate. And he's like, a teacher is sleeping with a student. And the cops get all up in arms. And they're like, yeah, my baby brother's sleeping with like Miss So and So. Like, they're like the kindergarten teacher. I'm like, yeah, and they're. Like, nice <laughs> joe rogan has a bit on that where it's like it's like if that happened to my daughters he's like i'd be furious I'd be like what the fuck is happening it's like if that happened to my 16 year old son he's like yeah he's like honey honey i'll take care of it shut the door and be like how was it <laughs> he's like oh dude what he's like you have a story a yeah yeah <laughs> and it is it's fucked up but like it's just it's not fair one way or the other and i don't know yeah I, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox it's just it's funny though when it does happen because like Girl, like girls get on and, and guys do it too. Guys are, are really bad to your point of guys put themselves in that shitty situation. Like I, I tried to tell yeah. that to wrestlers. Like when I coach is like you make decisions that lead to having to make bad decisions. Yeah. Like cut shit off at like the forefront, like say, no, I'm not hanging out. You know what? I have to yeah. study or like whatever the case may be, because mm-hmm. then you come to me later on with a shitty situation, like coach, it was either this or it was this. It's like, you want to know why it's because you your didn't first decision. exactly your first couple decisions. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that led to shit. Now I have no other choice, but to do this or this, which mm-hmm. were both bad, but yeah. you had eight decisions that led up to that. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's a weird little world that we're living in with that in particular. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. TikTok though. <laughs> now that we're back on that, <laughs> I'm going to bring it all post fists i don't know how you say preface but posts uh girls do get sexually harassed <laughs> girls do tremendously girl like i we're not I saying it doesn't happen no 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 no, no 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 it it happens like it's because it happens so much that these situations arise or yeah. even the conversation arise yeah like it's unfair that my sister wasn't given the same freedom in high school that i was from my parents mm-hmm. yeah i was allowed to do so much more i'm larger i'm a dude like that that was it that was the only difference and my sister had a stricter curfew my sister had to communicate with my parents more like it yeah it's unfortunate but like that's that's the world we live in Mm -hmm. and that's like that's not okay either it is scary i it is 100 percent scary to be a girl in the world i could like way scary it's so funny because i've I've told people this before is i like i feel weird in any situation, like there, there's certain things like going to a bathroom and like a little kid walks into like a public bathroom, mm-hmm. a little kid walks in. I feel like I need to exit the restroom because yeah. I'm like, I don't want any, anything, anything like yeah. that. And then the same breath, like if I'm in a parking lot and like a girl happens to be in front of me, like let's say I'm at the grocery store. She walks out in front of me yeah. and like I'm walking out behind her. I'm tense, like paces behind 
I'll wait, play on my phone to let her go further. Cause I couldn't imagine yeah. like there's gotta be a certain amount of anxiety that comes from being a girl as well. Just being, of yeah. Constant, like what's happening right behind me or like constantly looking over their shoulder because it's that bad. Yeah. I couldn't well, imagine. And it's one of those things too, where like, like things that used to be thought of as like chivalrous per se, like girls actually say like, don't do it. Like yeah. when you're like in an elevator, like don't hold the door longer to like, let the girl like, make catch the elevator like mm-hmm. i've heard that one like, like i've i've not heard that but that like just sense. like yeah like they don't want to be trapped in an elevator with you and make it awkward that like you're holding the door for them like just sure. let it just let it go yeah um yeah i've heard a couple especially like hotels i feel like it's, in hotel situations it's really it's sketch. almost i was about to say that it's almost like it's better to be perceived as a dickhead than to be a creep yeah honestly and, and like i i kind of get it and yeah. that's unfortunate when but... i get it for like yeah on the girls because like you yeah, you like it's just better off, I think, for everybody. Like, make people. It wasn't until... even if a girl gets mad at you. It's like I was trying to. I, yeah, I was trying to make you comfortable, but I was gonna go back. It, I don't yeah. even know if this is like still okay to say, but it all kind of comes back to that old saying of like, when you have a son, you have to worry about one dick. When you have a daughter, <laughs> you have to worry about every dick in the world. <laughs> it's so fucked up, but that's so true. I haven't heard it phrased like that, but that makes a ton of sense. That is, I mean, <laughs> God damn, dude. It's unbelievable, like, the amount of people that don't perceive, like, certain things, like, to be wrong in that situation, too. As, as yeah. fucked up as that is. It, it's insane, but it made sense that we had to talk to new freshmen every year in the fraternity. Hey, don't be a fucking creep. Yeah. Don't be a creep. And it's things that you don't even know you're doing that's, like. That's the worst part. Yeah. Honestly, that that it's innate team, to be a creep. <laughs> it's it's human nature. Yeah, <laughs> I I do uh, like that video, the tea videos. I've I've never seen it. If, any, if anyone perfect. has not seen that, go look that up on YouTube. It's I believe it's tea consent, like, and it, it's just it they replace any sexual situation that's ever happened with drinking tea, and they're like like if someone if you ask someone, hey, would you like some like some tea? They're like fuck yeah Yeah. i would love some tea it's like then make them tea it's like but if you ask someone they're like "Uh, i don't know it's like you you can make the tea but they're in no obligation to have the tea (laughs) (laughs) and don't get mad if they don't drink the tea and finally don't pour the tea don't 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 make make the tea tea. (laughs) don't make them drink the tea it's like here's the thing if they're passed out they don't know if they want tea it's like go get help (laughs) make sure they're safe and most importantly don't Don't make make them them drink tea at all this the okay. bigger video of like them pouring tea yes. in the mouth it's like well you wanted tea last tuesday it's like well i don't want tea today <laughs> it's like it's so it's so don't, fucked up but it's like, true don't show up to their house and make them tea yeah they're like of course it, it could be annoying that you went through all the work of like brewing or like boiling the water brewing the kettle and like making yeah. the tea but they're no obligation to drink tea on that one where they said like i want it they want tea but then once you've made the tea they don't, they don't want, want tea, tea anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, that's annoying, but there's still a no obligation to have tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's so perfect, dude. It really is. I uh I loved that fucking video. It makes me laugh so hard. It's it's funny. But it is funny. true, honestly. Like in the most simple sense, like that they should show that at freshman orientation. Well of that's, like that's like honestly, because I remember going through orientation, um like my freshman orientation, like mm-hmm. 
I think we went you do, like before. You do it like the summer, right? Like you, you take a trip, you see the yeah, campus. Yeah, it's before. And like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's before you go down there. It's like yeah, like the spring semester, or whatever of your of your high school. So but, I actually went like in June. Oh right, before. and I was, oh, I was fucking hyped, dude. Like mm-hmm. from it was like June twentieth or something. Oh, and I was just juiced up for college. Like yeah, like can, for the rest of the summer. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think it was like the like my towards the end of my like senior year. I, I feel remember. like school has to be out. Like I feel like they can't. No, school was open. Still, school is open, and yeah. you went and like did orientation. Yeah. Oh, dude. Do you not remember seeing people like on campus walking? No, because it was June. Stores? No, but I meant like when we were in school. Anyways, my story. Maybe no, yeah, because Michael was still down there. Michael was like still in school, and like we met up with like him and his friends. But like, it was hey. but it was spring semester of your senior year yep. of high, high school. school. Got yeah. it. And then like we um we went, like I said, I went in June. There was no one on campus. That is, I mean. Cool, not cool. Rather see people on campus. Well, it was fun to be with kids who were gonna go to college, we, but so, I could only imagine being there with kids who were in college. Yeah, so we were there all like going to college. Like we mm-hmm. were pretty much like in our own like little clique. But I remember like seeing Michael and I had my. Wait, this is not where I'm going. The story, but anyways. No, no, I, just keep going. It's I fine. was wearing like that's my senior. I got like super fratty, douchey, like what, like stereotypical frat. Like I would wear I like it. button downs, like cuff them up, short shorts with like. Um, they weren't even, they were just like loafers, like leather yeah. loafers. And I wore that to like high school. But I was Dude, going to, um, and I had fuck. my long, like flippy hair. Yeah. And I was still like yoked out. But I went to, um, I was going to orientation, and Michael's like, I had like that outfit. I was like all pumped up. I was like, I'm going to look so good. Yeah. And Michael's like, you're, you're going to fucking wear that, dude. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, he made me feel all embarrassed. But, anyways, I remember being at orientation and the, the lady there, like, delivering the big speech in, like, the big, like, kind of hall, yeah. like, in Corbett, was, like, the whole thing was about, like, basically, like, if you have sex, like, don't do it. Like, yeah. And I was, like, so scared <laughs> to have sex in college because it was, like, it, yeah. it was basically, like, um, if you have a sip of alcohol, consent doesn't matter. It's gone. And it's, it's like. It's fucking gone. And I was, like, uh, and I was, like, but, like, what if I'm drunk, too? Yeah. Like, doesn't fucking doesn't matter. matter. And I was, like, yeah. I'm going to just drink and do Adderall here, here, and do whatever I have to do. Like, I'm not going to Here's Here's the thing that, like, we I, you make a good point of, like, coming back. Because, like, I get frustrated when situations flip against men because I'm like, we don't have any protection. It's like, uh, people before us kind of fucked that for us. Like, we don't yeah. really have an option anymore. Yeah, like, it's one of those the, where it's like. The law has to protect women. Because, like, if you're going to take the entirety, if you're going to take every situation that's ever come either to court or never gone to court at all, just the mm-hmm. situation in general, I would I would believe that it's 96% or more. Like 96% might be lowballing of how many men have sexually assaulted women in those cases. Com- in comparison. Way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and so, yeah, the law... It might, be, yeah. it might be 4% of the time that it's flipped on its head. Yeah. So the law is like, yo, 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 we got to fucking figure this out. Yeah. So to your point of that, it's like, it sucks because if both parties are drunk, the men's at fault. Yeah. The man, men's man is at fault. It's like unfortunate. My, my man's. Is yeah, at my fault. man's is at fault. No, but <laughs> like, seriously, I was like, I, I will like. I was like, I was actually really turned. I was like, oh, I'm gonna still try to have sex, but I'm gonna be very careful. It it's and good like, because you almost have to scare guys. And I, and I before was like, really happens. honestly, like thinking back a bit, like that was like a very good speech of like, yeah. don't just run around trying to fuck everything. Like, make sure you're in a good spot. Like before, like you know, like even if like. Even if, like, both parties are drunk, like, make sure, like, if you've, like, 
established relationship with that person like maybe like you've hooked up at one party but didn't have sex and you hooked up at another one didn't have sex and like maybe like the third time it happens like you could kind of get the grasp of like maybe they want to hook yeah. up I but. think I think the other thing which like my my demographic of this audience is guys who are like 25 and older <laughs> like yeah. so it doesn't matter to like an 18 year old but if I were to like give some advice to an 18 year old kid I would say this like or on this subject, this wouldn't be my biggest advice, but on this subject, it'd be like, yo, first off, when they say, like, consent is, like, sexy, like, for us, it's, like, that's fucking weird. Like, it's that's whatever. To girls, it truly is, like, I think hot. It's, I, I think it's sexy. <laughs> my point being is that, like, when you are, like, catering and, like, to, like, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're in a situation, you're like, hey, like, would you like to? And you get that verbal yes. Or even if they're, like, shy and they're, like, I don't know, and, like, hesitant if you just go it's cool mm. like yeah not a problem i understand you're not into it we're just hanging out or yeah. it's like oh we're just making out then or oh we're yeah. just you know let's go back to watch the movie like do you want to go grab a bite to eat you want a drink or whatever and chilling that girl is far more likely to be trusting and vulnerable and it might actually happen now yeah. i would also and say it'd be better too. i would also say take a step back and then if she is into you at that point i would also say look like double check because it's like hey a minute ago you didn't want to i just yeah. want to make sure whatever mm -hmm. but it really is like one of those things that if you truly put the way she feels above how fucking horny you are it's going to be way better for you in the long run no and i because i like in high school well like i don't know i used to always think it, like the whole thing was it was from a comedian that was really funny but looking back it's like it is actually not that true of like um it might have been dane cook or like Daniel Tosh, but anyways, they're like, they're, he was making fun of no means no. Mm -hmm. It's like no means no. It's like no, no means work the neck and come back in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr has like a bit on that where he's like, it's like it's all no no no. I agree with you. He's like ladies. He's like no means no. Hey, no. It's like no means no. It's like but these girls are like no. <laughs> stop it what's you're being naughty it's like it's so funny he's like because you're like sitting there you're like you're like okay it's like playful it's fun whatever he's like but the way that reads out in a transcript in court it's like no stop it you're being naughty. He's like she'd say it like that he's like he's like you gotta be so fucking careful dude. but no does mean no. no means no it's like fucking oh jesus christ you want some more yeah can you pass me some? uh I was trying to do it while you were a filibuster right now. <laughs> the no, like Ooh, there's nice there's been a lot now. of dead space on this podcast. Like not this episode in particular. No but dead just air in general. No dead air. I don't um I don't shut the fuck up enough for there to ever be dead air. <laughs> I have a problem with going like ah it's crazy and like just like talking through something to think of my next thought instead of just like letting the moment like settle whether that's in conversation or on this podcast or both like. Instead of just saying like, yeah, or just moving on to another conversation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, it's crazy. And like, you'll see me like stare out into space and then come back and be like, okay, like, what do you think of this or whatever? Yeah. But, see, I honestly always just like ramble through. Like we honestly probably should have left the no means no minefield a while ago, but fuck it. We're here. Probably. We're here. <laughs> the best part was like having Mike on the podcast for those listening, Mike being Andre's brother. Uh, the funniest part is because. You guys did that podcast, which I, I still think you guys should come back to that podcast and just have stories. Like, yeah, I um, loved because you guys had origins of Sally Boys. Um, you guys had and, and 
I'm not even going to go into that for people listening. Look up Sally Boy's podcast. It it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. I know a lot of other people enjoyed it, too. Yeah. I actually think we might do it. Me and Michael have talked about it. Now that he's done coaching and stuff, I think this summer we might go back to that circle back. Because there is, like, some funny stories and stuff like that. And we enjoyed talking and, and going through some of that shit. And, like, we learned a lot of stuff, too, about, like, our story. Like, and everybody's family is super like has cool stories but i know there's like some cool ones in there especially like hearing like our grandparents origin stories and my parents like are fucking crazy but like it is funny we talked about it because like we definitely are like we like being a big fish in a small pond family not saying that like we're a big fit but in terms of like being token italian people yes because like it's so funny when you like scroll through tiktok you actually see like and like we have family in the east coast and stuff but like you're like yeah, our family's kind of a dime a dozen. Like, everybody has, like, a big, annoying, crazy family. But here, we're special. <laughs> Dude, it's one of those things that I've told several people. I'm loud and obnoxious. I love when my family gets together, and I'm loud, and it's crazy, and it's fun. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's separation of generations now. Uh, and I'm, I'm on the older part of our family mm. when it comes to, like, the, the kids, right? But at one point, I was the youngest. And that's dumb, right? Because, like, at one point, the oldest was the youngest. Yeah. The, the second was the youngest. Like, yeah. But at one point with our family, I was the youngest of the kids. And of, like, there was four or five of us. Yeah. And I was the youngest. So it was, like, yeah. I had to I had to be loud. You and I have talked about this several mm-hmm. times of when you're the youngest slash littlest, you have to make your voice known. And it's so funny because of that, I was loud and obnoxious. However, as loud and obnoxious as I am, there's a lot of times where I've gone to your family dinners and hung out and not said a word. Like can't, I just sit because I can't get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys have this loud, like very, um, I'm going to like interject with as much as I can so I can have my voice heard. And it's almost to the point of like, you don't think of what you're saying because you have to say something. Yeah. You're like, I, I can't bottle this in anymore. And it's so fucking fun because I, and to, to kind of put a bow on the thought of it is you guys are that token family, at least in my mind, because like, I don't have any like direct Italian families mm-hmm. that are that. Um, I wouldn't even like say traditional per se, but just the token Italian family yeah. of your the point you're making. Yeah, no. And it is, it is funny, dude. Like, it, it jelly takes, like, when we do s- Sunday dinner, I don't know if anybody even notices because no one shuts the fuck up, but Jelly will take, like, sensory breaks. Like, she literally just goes, she call it, like, it's joking, but, like, she'll literally just, like, leave the kitchen and just go, like, sit in my parents, like, they call it, like, the swanky room. And just, like, because it's quiet. She just goes and, like, sits. She doesn't even look at her phone. She just, like, sits down and, like, closes her eyes for a second just because, like, her family is, like, a very typical, like, and they're, like, big, like, happening family. Just way less loud. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she's just like, dude, I have to, I had to take a chill pill there. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend, it was that way of when we would get together, there was, you know, her grandparents, her uncle, her mom, etc., And we would sit there and everyone talked at like a very low level and very like this. Reasonable. And, and everyone, like, I wouldn't even say that's reasonable. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's some volume that's needed. The amount of times I nodded and would just go, yeah, because I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> it's almost, it is worse. That's worse. I, and, and again, I don't think that 
we need to yell the entire time. My my family is obnoxious in that, where mm-hmm. everyone it's loud. It's mm-hmm. fucking loud. My cousin Brian and I are the worst when we get together. We rile each other up, right? Mm-hmm. But to some extent, you're like, fuck, dude. And I think it was that you were talking about Kyla, uh, Mike's wife, at one point being like, or, or Mike being like, yeah, their family, like they they do this thing where they let each other finish their thoughts. And like, I was like that as well. We we interrupt each other all the time. We're fucking loud, obnoxious. And but my point of that is my, my ex-girlfriend would do that where she would go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Like she would, if we're like, wow, she has a small bladder. It's like, no, she can't stand, stand us it. at parts. Like, <laughs> it's the only quiet no. part in the house. No, she has IBS. <laughs> Uh, no, straight up, dude. And I also blame, like, because my dad has the industrial fridge and the industrial oven and the industrial fan vent, like the stove vent. Yeah. And that shit is meant to be in restaurants. It's industrial. Yeah. So that shit on, like, when we're there for, like, Sundays and stuff is loud in general. So, like, that's loud. I got so to gotta tell you, Anj, I've never heard any of those machines at one point in my life. Well, they're there. <laughs> They're loud. And at one, one point have I ever heard it. And I think it's because every time we're in that kitchen, it's fucking loud Because you have to bump else. over it. You yeah, got to yeah. go talk over it. You know, there is times, dude, where, like, I'll start. And I've done this with our friends, obviously. But, like, I never notice it until, like, now I'm a little bit, like, noticing it. Like, we're all, like, like people are kind of talking and I'll start talking. And then, like, hear somebody, like, butting in. And I'm, like, fuck Get you. louder. <laughs> I've waited. Oh, and I'm, like, dude. Up here, dude, like screaming and like, no, my turn. You ever we'll want to make you later? You ever want to make someone self conscious? Like, I, I did this to Noah once, and like, I, I do it all the time. I'm just as guilty, but I, yeah. I do it so that people know, hey, I'm trying to talk too. Like, it's so it's so bad, but I've, I've done that to Noah where I go, you do this thing where you interrupt me almost every time I start talking, but seven words in. And it gets to a point where I'll go, yeah, and it's crazy. And he'll just fucking butt in and I'll just stop and like stare at him. And he's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I can't remember who said it. It was. Uh, I do it too. It, oh, I'm I'm bad. I'm yeah. terrible with it. Like I, I like if you were to call me out, I'd be like, yeah, no, you're right. A hundred percent. But there's like a, I can't even remember if it was a comedian or something. It was on a podcast and he was like, he's like, I'm sorry. Did the middle of, or yeah, did the middle of my sentence interrupt the beginning of yours? I apologize. <laughs> my fault. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, it did. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but my, uh, my mom, hands down, bar none, the fucking worst interrupter of all time. Like she's like takes me, you know, whatever it is, blows him out of the water, like middle of like explaining something and she'll just like butt in just like crazy, especially when she has wine. She gets (laughs) after it and she like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? We're all, we're all talking here. Like, like, uh, dude, yeah, it's bad. It's so, it's so funny. I I keep saying that I want to have your dad on the podcast and maybe it becomes I need Sal and Michelle on the podcast. And no, you will notice, dude, like he'll talk like he'll you'll ask him a story. Yeah. And she'll just like he'll start talking and, and she'll, she'll hijack like, it. <laughs> it's like, dude, I growing up, uh, I know they're listening. Uh, the Nelson twins, uh, Colby and Landon. I don't know if they're actually listening. I keep saying it's a global podcast, but the uh, those twins, it was 
awful to try to listen to them tell a story. It's fucking terrible because one would start the story and the other one would get hooked up on every single detail. And I mean every yeah. single detail where one would go, yeah, it was crazy. So, you know, we went to go pick up uh, – or we went to go pick up like a couple of steaks. There was five of us. And the other one go, there yeah, was six of us. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. Like every, and they go, no, there's six. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? You know what? There was five. We are seven seconds in the story and we are 13 minutes deep. Like It is yeah. unbelievable. And then you get to the end of it. It's like, what was the point of that story? And they're like, I don't know. Like it was awful trying to listen to them tell a story because the other one would hijack in the, the middle. I, um, I get caught up on like, um, on details of stories like i'm a long road for a short drink of water storyteller yes. for sure bad it's a bad thing but um well and i don't think she's gonna listen to kyla is way worse <laughs> <laughs> kyla shout out it's like <laughs> like like she like keep butting in on the details or like telling two like no telling wrong... her own story uh telling her own story she always tells like and i do it too but like it's not only the story but it's all the details plus the emotions. Like, so Aww. you have to tell every like facet of the story. It's like basically a book, but, and that's, I like, same thing happens with Michael. Cause Michael is the biggest liar Embell- of all time. Embellisher. Embellisher of all time. Like he tells stories. It makes him a good storyteller for sure. Yeah, yeah. Cause you have to lie, but he's a fucking liar. And he tells stories about me. And I've learned like, like, just sit back and let him tell the story because it's yeah. gonna like it makes everything weird and less funny and not as much fun if, if you like, like butt in yeah, yeah and be like that's not what happened like but because when i was younger i'd do it but when it got into college i'd be like no nah, he's gonna just tell a story yeah he's making fun of me he i love i love getting to the end of the story where someone like something like that it's like he had 15 beers he did this and blah blah, blah. it's like and and he was a dick and you're just like i wait till someone gets to the end of the story and i go okay first off I had two beers. <laughs> Second off, yeah, that person was a fucking dick. <laughs> like that makes the entire experience yeah. so much better for whoever's listening to it. Because at the end of the day, if they're hanging out with you, they don't really give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you remember like when Michael would tell the, like we had the story of the week in college, and Michael would be like, um, he would start just telling Andre's story of the week, and just like I think it was like the first semester, it might have been before you were in the fraternity, maybe, and he would just like go through literally like every Monday. I was brand new in this fraternity and he would just tell shitty stories of me to the whole fraternity. Like he would go and stand up and tell these stories and they were all true, <laughs> but lies. Embell- the embellish the details. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate story was true. Yeah. At the end of it, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I embellish stories. I, I embellish them for the laugh though. And like mm-hmm. the funniest part is I, I tell the story about my mom, um, we, we went to go see a comedian in um, Glendale and the comedian was great. He was super funny and like telling stories, whatever. And then like, or honestly crushing crowd work. Like, I don't think he did. I think he did maybe an hour 15 of stand up, but 15 minutes, 15 minutes of it was jokes. Like, and it was just like making fun of people and stuff. Yeah. Like asking people and like, again, crowd work, just mm-hmm. crushing it. It was awesome. Um, but my mom, even before we went in there, it was super drunk. Um, it was my sister, her friend, myself, my mom, her boyfriend, and we were just – the guy was great asking questions, and he asked my mom's boyfriend, like, what do you do? 
like what like and he's like oh i work in the oil field like just keeping it super bland you know like he, he doesn't need to know exactly what he does right um and he's like making fun of him and he's like do you he's like are you actually out in the field are you manager whatever and he's like he goes oh i'm i'm a manager and he's like he's making fun of him and he's like oh like you you just sit in the office and everyone else get actual oil on them you just have essential oils and blah, blah. and like my mom's like no he doesn't do that whatever and like <laughs> says something and he's like and he like starts making fun of my mom be like oh babe doesn't do that no babe doesn't do that like all this stuff right and he moves on and my mom's fucked up right and my mom at this point goes "Mm -mm, babe's a nurse she that's like the thing that she says because she's a nurse yes and she hangs on to it because he's making fun of ryan not my mom yeah and he's like, oh, like, you know, babe doesn't do that. He won't do the essential oils, whatever. And she's like, no, 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 babe's a nurse. And he's already moved on. And it's like, realistically in time frame, 30, 45 minute later, like just he's moving on. Yeah. And she says it like, I would say four to five times. When I tell this story, I continue to go, my mom said this no less than 75 times. Like I, I like joke, like joke the embellish, right? But like a minute later, she's like, babe's a nurse. Like maybe the fourth or fifth time at this point, he stops. He's like, what are you saying? Because this is a comedy club. Yeah. And anyone that's ever been to a comedy club, they range in sizes. This one was like maybe 30 seats total. Very intimate. When she was saying it, were you like? I was just sitting there like, shut the fuck up. I know shut you're like, shut, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut like up. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, he's already moved on. I was like, she's going to say this. I was like, but he's not even going to acknowledge her. Then he acknowledges her, right? He's like, what are you saying? She's like, babe's a nurse. And mind you, he was talking about Ryan. So he turns to him and he's like, you're a nurse. You're an oil field nurse. And she goes, and my mom goes, no, I'm a nurse. And he's like, I wasn't fucking talking to you. <laughs> like, he's all, what the fuck? He's like, I'm going to go like call another grown man's woman, babe. Like what, or like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like he's in like in roaster. Like it was fucking hilarious. Well, my mom at this point is like blacked out. She has no memory of this entire situation. Yeah. And the rest of the night, she has no memory. So we leave and it was so funny because like yeah, the show ends, whatever. And afterwards, she's like on this grandstand because she's like, she's like you guys are assholes. Like I wasn't going to let him make fun of the nursing profession. And we're like, that's not what happened. <laughs> not even remotely. That's not what happened at all. She's like, you know what? And my daughter's a fucking asshole. And my son is such a dick. You guys wouldn't even defend me. We're like, there was nothing to defend. I was like, and he wasn't even like, he wasn't even me. Like, that's the thing is like, he like roasted her. But like, it was like of the situation. It wasn't even like that he was like going in on her. It was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah, very like well crafted in, in his defense. And the whole night, like it was, it was so funny because after that, she's like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I go, mom. I just finally go, mom, stop, because ultimately tomorrow I'm going to tell you all of the details of the story and you're going to be embarrassed. I'm giving you an out. Stop. And my mom in her super like uh, stubborn brain just goes, no. And I was like, fuck it. And I just like went in. I was like, babes and nurse. Like I just started like fucking like doing this and she's like she's getting mad and the funny part is, is the more i do this the more mad she gets in my sister which was even fucking better for me <laughs> like i thought it was the funniest fucking thing ever and the next morning she's like oh my god she's so embarrassed about it to this yeah, day which is rough yeah. oh i'm like sorry but babes you and did nurse. it yeah that's like well, that's that's like the big joke with my mom babes and nurse 
That's babes and nerds. So funny. Dude. So stupid. The whole point of that entire story is just say I embellish it. <laughs> like when it when it comes to that part of like my mom said this probably four or five times, but I go, she said it no less than seventy eight times. And then like if I say that story, and there's someone there, but then someone else has come along, I gotta tell the story again. Mm-hmm. That first person, I'm probably like, she said it at least fifty times. At least, and then the next person comes in. I'm like, she said it no less than seventy five times. Yeah, <laughs> just, keep, a little bit. just keep building it from there. What was the best part of doing that podcast with your family? Um, that's a rough question. No, it's not that hard of a question. I don't know. I'd have to like listen back to them because now yeah. it was like two summers ago. I feel like, but no, just like hearing some of the stories was like funny with my mom and dad. Like their stories yeah. were funny. It was cool to just like sit down and like actually talk because like. We meet, we talk every Sunday, but we don't like go back, you know, yeah. like no one's, there's no storytelling. Talking a lot of the present. Yeah. There's no storytelling. So that was really cool. Like the storytelling feature of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I actually liked when I was talking to Michael, I enjoyed when we were like the boys would talk about like sports and stuff like yeah, that was fun. And talk a little New Mexico United and stuff. Yeah. Getting into that. Like Getting into the, some local. the nitty gritty of the, the local sports. Yeah. It's it coming was, up though. It was funny though of like having you and Mike on the podcast originally and Mike seems like a control freak just from the, the small instances we've had of getting together or whatever. Um, Cause he was like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, he was like, he wanted something from me. He's like, I want to like prepare for it. I'm like, I don't prepare for this. Like I get everything set up before people get over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to press record and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm like, and it's way better that way in my mind. The goal is to, for you to not even know we're recording. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, ultimately, if we were going to meet up for a beer, I wouldn't give you an itinerary. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate that because I was actually – because he was he would stress himself out trying to, like, come up with, like, uh, like basically a meeting, like, of, like, the – of the pod. And it's, like, whatever – Meeting minutes, brother. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> He's a gamma. Okay, yeah, 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 dude. Whatever, whatever it is – like, it's going to be good. Like, honestly, just, like, we'll just bullshit. It, make it more organic. Like, we all know, like, the general direction we're trying to go. Like, mm-hmm. right? We're trying to tell stories, talk shit, whatever it is. We don't need to know, like, the exact stories we're going to go into because then it feels rehearsed, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you could feel that, too, when he did the podcast of, like, you would listen to it and he would, he would like, shut off parts of it. Like, shut off parts of the conversation. Not even, like, the recording. But he would, he would like, stop someone almost. And then go, okay, I want to talk about this. Yeah. And it was like, dude, let let that go. Yeah, like, let, we'll talk let about that next happen. Week, which is cool. Like, I mean, like, I did a pre- – because he did all the work for it. And yeah. Shit, so <laughs> he could do whatever true. he wants. But I – because he – I said, let's do it again. And he's like, I did fucking everything for it. And I was like, well – We'll do it I again. Was like, <laughs> I was like, well, creative differences. Like, I didn't I – didn't, I didn't agree with your with your vision, so I didn't want to do it. <laughs> no, it is funny, though. Because now I'm going to use it for him because he – it's really funny because Kyla will do a lot of projects in this house. It's, like, the funniest shit he says. Kyla will do, like, a lot of, like, little, like, um, like aesthetic projects. And, like, sure. she's, like, pretty good. Like, no, again, like, actually doing stuff, like, home improvement stuff. And, like, they'll make fun of Michael because he doesn't, like, help at all. And he's, like, I didn't sponsor this. Like, I didn't <laughs> – he's, like, I didn't agree to – I didn't want her to do it. Yeah. She said, and so I don't have to do it. Like, and I was like, you're right. Like, I didn't sponsor this. Like, I didn't, like, put my name to it. You what's did. the, what's, so you could spon- do it. You sponsor, could do it. But, like, what's the, um, 
uh, I didn't endorse this. Yeah, yeah, endorse, yeah, 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 that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Endorse. I didn't endorse this. That's exactly like, what it is. Yeah. He because he probably does. Like they, they both sponsor, but like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I didn't endorse this. He's like, she could do it, whatever she wants, but yeah. I'm not fucking helping. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna sit do on it. the couch. <laughs> What a way to get out of everything. <laughs> no, I try to use it today because I really want, because our, like, the home stuff, like, there's, it's never ending. And then, like, the garage is, like, a mess. Mm-hmm. And Joe's like, I really want to clean out the garage today. And I was like, I don't care. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, I was like, I tried it and it didn't work. Ah. I said, I didn't endorse this. Yeah. <laughs> What'd she say to you? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needed to be done. But I was oh. like, she actually did most of it. I did thirty percent. I was watching the AS Roma ah. game, so I had to go watch my soccer. Dude, it is unfortunate. Like watching New Mexico State suck right now. Yeah, it does suck. It's awful. It's bad because like it's something we're not used to. It's the one thing that we're used to being good. Yes, a hundred percent. Like I said, I've dove in completely into. My uh, Serie A Italian league soccer team, Roma. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just like waiting for New Mexico United to, to come online. Because that's like the end of March, right? Yeah. Give or well, take. Middle of March. Mid March. Kind of early mid. Got it. It starts. The, um, I was like double checking on the time that the game starts because it starts at seven. I have. I've bet I against. I have bet against them almost yeah. every single whack game. Yeah, fuck game. last time. I did, and Wednesday. I was like, I would rather, I would rather lose the money and us win. Mm. And so, like, I truly, truly, like, and at granted, this point though, at I don't, this point, I don't like, bet, I don't bet that much. Though. Yeah, but, it, but here's the thing: we play Seattle today, and they're sixteen and seven. We are a two point favorite. Why? I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Fade the fade the eggs. <laughs> I bet the money line and the spread for Seattle. Yeah. If we win, dope. Yeah. Doesn't bother me even Well, slightly. I mean, that's just the art of the emotional hedge. Yeah. It works out. A hundred percent. I was doing that with uh Dallas. I bet against I or I bet uh Tampa Bay when Dallas like played them. I was mm. like I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm either happy or I have a little bit more of money. money. Yeah, I was like <laughs> not happy, but more money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I like, would if you would have talked to me about that, I would have told you that was a stupid hedge. I just <clears throat> I don't know. Doubt like Tampa Bay was really bad this year. They were really bad. And as like this well, is I'm not one of those like talking heads that like doesn't know shit about the Buccaneers. Like mm-hmm. I'm a Buccaneers fan for everybody listening. I watched them a lot and like I had like little hopes like maybe it could spring along, but they sure. just weren't that good this year. And I don't, like it was a multitude of factors, but it was mostly the offensive coordinator. See, but, I like I don't know. I like would it have surprised you at all had Tampa Bay won by a field goal. No, no, no. It really wouldn't have. I, I get Especially it. Especially with Dallas. I get it. But, like, in my mind, like, so my rational part of my mind was, like, this is – Dallas was a good team all year. Like, they were really good. And so I was, like, in my mind, like, could have Tempe, like, pulled out some shit. Because there was, like, there's dudes on the team. They got healthy. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe magically, like, they found that, like, 2021, 2020 yeah. spark. Um, but, like, based on, like, that would, like, that would be wishful thinking. Yeah. And they could have, like – it could have happened. And if it happened – they could have like sprung some magic and like went on a run. Yeah. But like logically thinking, they weren't that good all year. I had such a tough time with Dallas at the end of the year because it honestly all spawned from losing to the Jaguars. Cause Yeah. I, and like I don't know. If you if you replace one of those games of Green Bay or with Jacksonville, 
for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Both we were leading by at least two scores, and both we ended up losing. If you replace one of those games, you could potentially get the one seed, or or at least the division, the one seed for sure. If you replace both of them, we're definitely the one seed. We will because the at that point we were still behind San Fran. Oh, at the you're end right. of the season, you're right, like, you're right, you're right. So. It was Philly, San Fran, us at that part. To well, get you the also got in, like, the last game of the week. You guys didn't have anywhere to move. So that makes sense. It makes but, sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you would at least win the division because you guys at, at least one, could have won. Flip one of those games, we win the division. It's big flip, time. flip both of them, we get the one seed. Yeah. Completely different NFC playoffs. Yeah. Playing San Fran, like, it, it, like I was too emotional when it came to Washington because we had we had everything to play for because we could have still won the division had the Eagles lost. Yeah, to but the at Giants. that at that point you like score watching. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but yeah. that didn't even matter score watching because we give up a touchdown right away. Yeah, you guys kind of got your ass. Kicked. We got fucking wrecked by second teamers. Yeah. Washington had nothing to play for. We we got wrecked. Yeah. So I was Which- too emotional in that game. I did, not to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. We're used to it, though. Yes, like 100%. Um, no, but I did hear that week leading into that, which is interesting. In games where teams had nothing to play for, two teams that, like, either were trying to play, like, make it to the playoffs or improve mm-hmm. their seeding, like, against the spread. So the spread is always different, but against sure. the spread, dude, the team that had nothing to play for, like, was, like, like in the past 10 years, like, 80% covered. Hmm. Like, it's just like I don't like when you that, play with that makes to sense lose. though, right? Because like let's let's think of the Chiefs for example. The Chiefs are a terrible cover team, but they're mm-hmm. always like odds makers are like we're sick of losing money for the fuck like to mm-hmm. the Chiefs, so they make the spread astronomical. So it's like nine and a half, and then Vegas scores like a chump time like yeah. touchdown or whatever or whoever the opponent may be. Yeah, that makes sense to me though because. You have a team that has to play for nothing. You have a team that has everything to play for. So, like, the team that Tiger. has... Yeah, or, or the team that has everything to play I, for is, like, a 13-and-a-half point favorite. Mm-hmm. And they pull their guys by fucking second quarter, and all of a sudden, again, they get a trash-time field goal. Yeah. Win by 12 when yeah. it was 13-and-a-half. Well, I also think on the other end, too, of, like, when we say nothing to play for, the NFL... There's, there's never, still there's always something to play for, yeah. especially because, like, when you think about Bonuses contracts... When you, and when you think about contracts in the NFL, like... A lot of those dudes playing, especially on a team that has nothing to play for, quote unquote. Yeah. They're like looking for money. And playing loose is like a whole nother oh. level of ease. Do you like do you remember those games where in high school, like it wasn't even like we're supposed to win this game. It's like you, it's, let's let's go pad them stats, brother. Yeah. <laughs> like we had like I remember we had games where Coach Ryan would be like it wasn't even like in the like you like pretend like oh like we have to try hard like it wasn't even pretend it was like hey like this is this game this week like we played like Highland was like this game's not about them at all it's about it's how about we us play. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you don't don't come in that's a smart coaching strategy yeah don't come it's like we're better like we know we're gonna win like yeah. if we're not gonna lose this game yeah. like it's literally impossible for us to lose this game but like, how you, do you how you do, do you win yeah you decide yeah. if you got better or you didn't this week you know yeah. But anyways, this Those, is I digress. You could go back to your story. No, 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 no. That is a hundred. No, no, that's a hundred percent factual. Because like, as as uh, how do how do I say this and be nice about it? When we would play like Kirtland, who was like in our district. Yeah. Obviously, when you go into any district game, you go in believing you're gonna win. 
It doesn't yeah. matter. Even if you are outpowered, outmanned, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. You, you have to come in with a belief you're going to win. You yeah. have to. You can't. I don't know how you would go in and be like, we're probably going to get our ass kicked. Like, that would suck ass. Again, even if you're a heavy underdog. Yeah. Like, there's chances you're not going we're, to. We're lucky we went to better schools. Can you imagine, like, thinking about that? There there was one game with Aztec who, uh, my junior year, we should, like, going into it, it's like, we're, we're supposed to lose this game. Like, you, you could really, like, I, I can rationalize that now. Mm-hmm. But when we were about to play him, it's like, fuck you, like, we hadn't beat them in 11 years at that point. Yeah. It wow. 11 years we had not beat Aztec. And they were pretty good, yeah. They And they were good. They just came off a state championship. But they also got fucking wrecked in the first two games of the year. So they play Los Lunas and get fucking stomped. It was like, I don't know, 50 to 35. Then wow. they go down and play Goddard, who they Ooh. played in the state championship the year before. And beat off of like, you could talk about some technicality. Oh, that shit or whatever. was because you're not allowed to jump. You're not allowed to jump. That I'm glad you dumb. know what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> no. All time highlight though. I don't give a fuck. Oh, like so Adam cool. Lucero jumping in, like fucking Mister New Mexico that year. Like because that was the same year we won our state championship. And we yeah. look at the highlights and like, oh fuck. Yeah, that from was like sick. from like, it was like some Michael Vick I, shit. I like. I'm trying not to embellish. Oh, no, I Reggie truly, Bush. I truly feel like he jumped from the five yard yeah. line. It was like the Reggie Bush like that. Um, any any highlight from Reggie Bush. <laughs> You know the plans are like the national championship where mm-hmm. he jumped from the five and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sideways like he jumped o- like and it was funny because was, he you're really, not allowed to jump over people you're which not was against yeah, yeah. the rule yes at that now, time now if you like if you want to get technical about the whole thing you're not allowed to jump we discussed that but he jumped so early to get over the first guy that he really wasn't going to make it over the second guy. But the second guy hitting him and he kind of like hit him, yeah. pushed him up a little bit more and he got in the end zone. Yeah. Which was a two point play people forget about. It wasn't a touchdown. No, that was yeah. to go ahead. Yeah. So they which beat is... Goddard in the state championship, right? Which sorry, go ahead. You're like, which is like like the two point play. Um, which is badass in their own right. <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> fucking dope. Like again, it's like one of those things where you're like, you're not allowed to jump over people or like but it's pretty cool. <laughs> also, like I don't really know where the rule stands. Like I know you can't hurdle, quote unquote. So that's but, but like that's dive. that was like the part of it. So it's like but then that's Aztec's argument, right? It's like he's diving. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you be allowed to dive in the end zone? Yeah. People are like, yeah, but he had to jump over someone that makes it a hurdle. That was like the controversy. Mm. I think it's a great. I've seen pe- I've seen people run hurdles. You don't dive. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You don't tuck and roll over. It a would hurdle. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so. That so that happens. They go down to play Goddard the next year, week two, and they get fifty pointed. Oof. And you got it. You got to think Goddard. They're like, fuck you. Our junior year, they're really good though. They're the best team in the state. Oh, by far. Yeah, they're really really good. Um, four A, five A, six A, whatever it was. Didn't didn't they're matter. The they're fucking good. But that's the thing is, so they they fucking wreck Aztec. So Aztec starts zero and two, with like definitely not the same team, but like some pretty key returners like adam lucero who scored that two-pointer he was still the quarterback Mm -hmm. they ended up turning it around coming towards the end of season we play them at home and it was one of those things of like okay like we're a good team too like we deserve to be in this conversation and i think they won 20 to 7 21 to 7 but that was like the one game it's like we're not supposed to win this game but fuck you, we think we can. Yeah. Like, for, for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, in your high school tenure for district, at least, because, like, that would suck being in district and being like, fuck, how do we beat these guys? Yeah. Honestly, though, it was – actually, Ryan Howard talks about this 
a good amount. Like, well, he did when he was at Cleveland still, but like yeah. he would talk about even when Cleveland got good fast, like the first three years they won yeah. the state championship, and like they were actually already trending and being better than Rio Rancho. And, like yeah. they're both good schools for football. But like even the team like our sophomore our sophomore year like the team that had Cole Gauchi Reese that was like the undefeated great team mm-hmm. they almost lost to Rio Rancho it was always like a little brother type of thing where like yeah. I do the same thing with like when I play Michael and anything it's like always like I'll be winning and kicking his ass like but there's always like something in the back of my mind like you're probably gonna lose yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like they like Cleveland always had that little thing and then the next year my junior when we played Rio Rancho got our shit kicked in like we were like mm. scared of them and. It wasn't until, like, that was a time of, like, where, like, everybody flipped the switch and was like, fuck you guys. Like, we're not we're not supposed to lose this team. We're better than them. Yeah. Like, we're a better program already. Fuck them. And we literally, like, we kicked the shit out of them there. And, like, Reiner always talks about that. It's, like, that team switched. Like, because now the record's, like, totally lopsided. Yeah. And he's, like, that team switched the gears. And he'd always talk about to the players, like, 2013 was the first year where we were, like, we're not scared anymore. Yeah. Fuck you. We're big brother. You're little brother. And it really switched the gears. Um, yeah, I think that's like a somewhat story of like worried and like, but like even, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause there really wasn't, we were like, I don't know. I never thought we were going to lose. There was. Like, until we I, did. Yeah. Until we did. It's <laughs> like, fuck, did we lose that? The, uh, it was when, um, it was like my freshman year. We went to the rest of the world camp in Pagosa, and it's funny because, like, you, like, say wrestle the world, mm-hmm. and you're like, these are some local high schools. Like, at that time, there was a school from Oklahoma that came. There was, mm-hmm. there was a team from New Zealand that came. Like, it wow. was – and then it was put on by the Iowa Hawkeyes. Like, Terry Brands came, and he always took, like, five or six. Where was this at? Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Okay. So, like, small town, but, like, there was – it was one of those uh, camps that we would go to, and – literally like they would put the bleachers against the walls and literally every section of the gym floor was was covered with mats and it was like that week always sucked because we're sleeping in tents we're hanging out yeah we're hanging out in like the sun and getting like sunburn right because we're just we're just kids we're just yeah no one's like taking it seriously Mm -hmm. like no no no. and and and, like yeah like when we have downtime oh no yeah like when we had downtime though we're like playing ultimate frisbee or we're like out we're in the sun there's nothing else to do it's like look we're gonna go do this and god forbid any of us brought sunblock and then you get on the mats and it's like we have a full day of technique and then competition and we're sunburned and you're fucking exhausted and it's just like grueling right yeah and Anyway, the to your to your point of like the little brother, big brother. There, there was Ethan and Luke Lofthouse, and I think Luke was the older brother. And I remember asking him because like there was times where we would we would have technique in the morning from like we'd have like breakfast, and then we would have like let's say technique from like eight to ten, and we'd have like a fifteen minute break to go grab like an orange or like a water or whatever. And then we would come back and it'd be like from 10, 30, 10, 15, whatever, to like noon, we'd have lunch. And then from like one till three, we would have a break. And then from like three to five, we would have duels. Then at like six, we would have dinner. And then like after that, we'd have more duels. And so it was like, it was oh, an like all, late night. Yeah. It was an all day thing, which is really cool. Like looking yeah. back at it. Cause it was like, that was a lot of fun, a lot of competition, but like that big break from like noon we'd have lunch and then like noon to two or noon to three, we would have like a decent sized break. Like yeah. you get to go do team building, do whatever you're doing. It's fine. Like it was, it was summer, but the college kids that were there would, 
have their practice or their training or their workout, whatever you call it. And I'm not kidding. Like they would be fucking grinding. Yeah. Like going after it. And I would just go and watch. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. this is fuck. Like they train, like it's no joke. Yeah. Like it starts drilling for like 15 minutes and it's two hours of like live wrestling. Yeah. Which was intense. And, um, the point of that is Ethan and Luke, Ethan and Luke Lofthouse. I asked Luke, I think Luke was the older one. I remember like being like, Hey, who's better? You or your brother? Just being like, just kind of being a shithead. Mm-hmm. He goes against me, me. He's like against everyone else, him. Yeah. And it was like at that moment that that clicked is like little brother, big brother exists. Oh, it's true. It doesn't matter. Cause like little brother can be more talented, can be just fucking better. But it's one just, of those things is like, you're you, just describing me. Yeah. And it's one of those <laughs> things of like, you get to that point. Cause I remember with like my older cousins, like you can get to a point where you're in the lead, but you don't go like, how do I, how do I continue this lead? You go, how do I not lose? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. that's a fucking rough. I think it's also just like the psychology of legitimately like being like little brother or whatever. Like, I don't think they're like, you have anything in your like psychology, but like finish them. Whereas like, I think yes. in a older brother, I think it's like, that is the psychology Does, it, of like finish him. It's, you know? it's that, it's that uh thought of hierarchy of like, I'm not going to lose this. Like, yeah. and you know, that feeling of like being in competition of like, I'm not losing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if like I get down yeah. by 10, I'm not losing. That's a very special place to be in. It's hard it's to get awesome. there. It's <laughs> hard I say, to when get you there. get to that there's spot, only sometimes, awesome. there's only like a very select few times in my life where like I felt like that. Which which select few times can you, because there's got to be at least one example where you're like, I was down and I fucking pulled it out. I, I Like honestly, none of them in like real competition, life, real life competition. Sure. Honestly, the times I felt the most like that was um like at just camps like football camps yeah where i was like especially because that was my like my jam like yeah. i did whatever like the size like it's not even that physical whatever it is like it's like i'm better than you yeah i fooled through yeah like um there's two instances like one like the top 100 whatever the nm preps camp that would yeah. come throughout new mexico mm-hmm. that one in particular i was like i don't even i like on a, that was like nice being at cleveland it's like you're bred to think that you're better even if yeah. you're not I was like, I'm better than all these kids. And I was just like, I'm going to fucking come out here and toast all of you. And it was so easy. And I was like, this is child's play. Even though I wasn't even that good. It just sure. like felt that way. Yeah. And like, it made me better. Yeah. And then the other time where I like the more down and coming back up was I only went to one college camp and it was Air Force. And because I, I never really thought I was going to go to college, play football or anything. And sure. I didn't. Um, but my cor- the quarterback was going and it was just after the UNM seven on seven. Like, let's go. We're gonna just go up. Let's just come with us. Sure. Like, and I was like, ah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Um, and I go and like we start the whole day with like the testing and the measuring. Yeah. And all this. You're like combine bullshit. Yeah. Whatever. And I was like, dude, this is. I was like, I'm bad at yeah. all this. So I was like, I'm not that fast. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, very not tall. Like I'm, five, <laughs> like I'm five six. What was it? What was it you used to say about you and Mike, like the the parents or whatever? It's like, well, we have a kid who is five six and a kid who runs five six. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I said they, that, but that's oh, funny. <laughs> I had thought, or maybe it was Mike who was like, it was the joke because like they were like, oh, it's only because their their parents like did the boosters and stuff that they're playing. It's like, yeah, well, it is kind of true. We had a kid who is five six and a kid who runs five six. <laughs> That's funny. It's a good look. Go ahead. Um, sorry. But so. yeah, no, like we were doing all the measurable stuff and I was like pretty discouraged. I was like, this is sucks. And then like they had to do like offense and defense. And then I was like sitting there doing like DB drills, whatever. Sure. And 
then like a guy would come around and it was like, Hey, I'm just collecting guys. I was just trying to do offense only. And I was like, me dude, let's go. Let's, yeah. I want to go be a receiver real quick. And then we start like doing stuff and like, I like started getting my mojo and then we start doing one-on-ones and I start like cooking dudes. Like I yeah, start yeah. playing my ass off. I was like, dude, I'm better than these dudes. Like yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck what the measurables are. And it got to the point where like the quarterbacks were going up and they're like him. I want him. Yeah. I want him. Yeah, and yeah. then like the last, um, it was a kid that they already signed like a commit and they were like, we're going to do best on best. We're doing last one. And they pulled out their commit DB and like, you come here. And I was like, dude, this is badass. Yeah, like, yeah, I love yeah. this. <laughs> it's funny because like, I remember those moments of like middle school slash early high school where like I wasn't as confident or like I, I like I wanted to be one of those guys that are really fucking good. And like mm-hmm. when I'm talking, I'm not talking about like football because like football, like I worked really hard and I was extremely disciplined and that translated to being a great team player. But that doesn't translate to being like an all star. Yeah. Right? Like and that's I knew my role, which was fun. But mm-hmm. like wrestling was like where I was at. And I remember being like, I want to be that fucking good. Like I want to be that guy that people go watch out for this guy. Yeah. Like, this guy's fucking tough. And those moments, like, it, it's a switch. It's weird because, like, what you're talking about, those one-on-ones, being the grand stage, being all of that. When I was younger, it was never, like, I want to be in that situation. I remember, mm-hmm. like, almost, like, when a teacher asks a question and you, like, try not to make eye contact. Yeah. Because you were, like, there's no way I win this. Mm-hmm. And then it went from that to I had to force myself to think I was better. And you're, like, and it's almost like a false confidence where yeah. you're, like, I'm better. I'm better. And then it almost is like cockiness. You're like, I am better. I am better. Yeah. And then it becomes like this. They can pick me. They don't have to. I would win if they picked me. But and they when they to. do, <laughs> I am like, it's a weird level of like, I don't have to prove it. Cause I am. Yeah. And then when they do call you out, you're like, all right, I'll show it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even a matter of like other people being around. It's like, yeah, I'm better. Yeah. And no, and that honestly, like, I think that's half of professional sports is unearned. Not necessarily unearned. That's the wrong word. Sure. But irrational. Yeah. Confidence. Irrational confidence. It's like half the battle is yeah. just being like, I'm better than everybody. Even if you're not, it's like, just like having that emotion. But like, it, to your point, like wrestling never, had, like the only time I've ever really had that feeling was in football. Like other than that, like any other sport, like I never, there's people that like anything they do, they feel that way. Like I've only ever felt that type of confidence in football. It was weird because like, like, wrestling especially was like, dude, I had no confidence. I was like, I'm going to, I'll try. Yeah. I'll get my ass kicked, but I'll try. They, like I was very much a role player in football. And like one, like one of my roles was like emotional leader. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't that like, I wasn't going to make the hardest hit. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the most aggressive. I was never any of that, but I did my fucking job like that. Like, and I think that's such an underrated position that people are like put themselves in. Yeah. It's like, like make yourself the person that lets the middle linebacker be the fucking star. Yeah. It's like, because guess what? If he has 150 tackles, you have none, but you win a state championship. That's fun. You both get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, granted, he's going to be first team all state and you're never going to be considered, but it's like, Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. but like, it was one of those things that like wrestling, my senior year, I will never forget. Like, there's a couple things that switched. Was like, I fell in love with practice. Like, yeah. practice was like, I loved every bit of it. Like, I I couldn't get enough of it because it was like, I just got, I got like to this point of I just liked the grind, and that's such mm-hmm. a weird. Like, I've never been in that 
even now, like I don't get to that spot where I'm like, I love like the grueling part of it. I love yeah. this or whatever. People feel that way about work. I can't get to it. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My boss is one of those guys that he he's obsessed. Like work is like work is his hobby, and we yeah. talk about like how like unhealthy that is. But like some people, like some of the most successful people ever, are that way. Most are. Yeah, and mm. like that was I'll never forget. That was like the difference for me. My senior year was like I fell in love with practice and like every little bit i never took any like getting taken down or like losing in practice or anything like that i never took any of that as like a i sucked it was just like all right like i know i i'm not good in that spot all right let's find a way to win that one yeah. let's find a way to win this let's find a way to win this and i think it was like two or three times my senior year that i got taken down first and like any other year i would have panicked mm-hmm. being taken down first is like demoralizing Sucks, yeah and like I, I lost three times my senior year. I don't think uh, one of them I got taken down first. The other ones, like, like there, there was like three or four matches that I won that I got taken down first. Like kid came out firing. It's like all right, and like never, never panicked. It was like mm-hmm. yeah, like guys are gonna get like a fucking point, like dope. And yeah. it it was one of those like where we were talking about uh, earlier of like something doesn't start right. But it was I never lost that confidence. Like it was almost like. It's almost when college because or college <laughs> confidence becomes knowledge that like I, this this isn't going to be the end result. Yeah. It's like, ah, all right. This is like, all right, like let's see what else comes along in this match. Yeah. There's three periods per yeah. se. Yeah. So you have time. It was fucking weird, man. Like high school athletics, like I think back to that and it's like, dude, I used to do some of that just like not thinking about it. Going to track practice running 400s. Mm. Fuck that yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, you just think about like your life is like mostly athletics, like it's mostly doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was like, it's really is funny how mental, like sports are so like most of it's mental. And we almost never were. I don't know about you guys, but we almost never worked mental. No, in high school, I, you never even think about. I mean, it's because yeah. like, yeah, but it was so funny. Like we had this track kid because track actually is like I feel like a little bit of a people will think of it as like one of the most like supremely athletic sports. Yeah, but really is like still mental. Oh, like yeah. we had. He's a crazy athletic, but he was just like, when he was in a good, like feeling it mood, like unbelievable. Yeah. And like sometimes he wasn't feeling it, but there was literally a day. I, it was actually, it was a state championship and he was just like, he was just walking around. I was like, I th- I'm going to break the record today. I feel like it. Oh, dude. The 400 record, the open four. It's like, yeah, nope. do it. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the like, what do you, did it. What do you and say? Did what did it. you say as a teammate or a classmate? You're just like, like, nah, you're not gonna do that. You're like, yeah. you can't. That it's was like, especially like you know the emotional support guy. Oh. That was especially my role in track. That was yes. all. I, I got. Yes. I didn't qualify for state, but I got a badge from like a pass from the coach, just to go, and support be and be hype. like, yeah, be me and Desmond just walk around hype. And he told me that I was like, fuck yeah, go do it, dude. And he did it. I was like, wow, that's amazing that you could just think that in your head. Like, I'm. I'm going to just go do this Let, and just do it. Less special on my end. Uh, district came around and I had not qualified. I ne- At that point, my senior year going into district, I had never qualified for an event. So not like, not like that day I woke up and it was like, oh, I'm going to compete today or whatever. I was like, I need to find a way to state. Like I never, like mm-hmm. I had never gotten to that point. My junior year, senior year, I never got to that point where like I threw far enough or ju- jumped high enough to, to get to state. But it was weird. I could only imagine that feeling of like, I'm going to break a record. Like, 
I remember showing up. I was to, like, holy shit. Yeah. I remember showing up and like looking at my head coach and I'm like, it's going to be a great day. And he was like, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. It's going to be a really great day. And I had not thrown discus. My senior year, I threw discus at district. I had not thrown discus since the eighth grade. Yeah. And I took second. Not even Which through the qualifying. Qualifying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then high jump, uh, I took fourth, got us points. And then for javelin, I threw distance and got second, qualified for that. Wow. So it was like I got great points in all three events that I did, qualified for two of them. Wow. First district championship we like ever got. And it was wow. like this like cool. it was it was dope because like I remember my coach being like, I need you to tell me this. In Every, a week, because like, <laughs> like I wasn't lying though, I yeah, felt yeah. it. I can't I tell say, you, I can't lie. I, I don't know what it is, but I was like, it's gonna be a great day. Yeah, that's it's, funny. One of my favorite things about being friends with you is finding out that you and I were in the exact same spot a lot of times for a lot of occasions, yeah. not knowing who each other were. Yeah, just, we were just in the same spot. One of my favorite things is remembering. So my senior year for track, because I, I was track i was the same as you i was like just emotional leader like i happened to be part of farmington foray so like i got to be a little bit better in mm-hmm. certain things but if i was in if i was in 5a i wouldn't have i wouldn't have been good and it's fine but the funniest part was like i was i was like all right i gotta find a way to like help the team mm-hmm. and because we were like aps is way more strict on their track meets for anything farmington like we never traveled out of the four corners and we were always in the infield, always mm-hmm. whole team, always yeah. in the infield. And for the four by four, for anyone that doesn't know the four by four is the end of the track meet. And it's the most hype thing of all time is the four by four. Cause there's nothing else going on and it's fucking like fun. It's like, yeah. it's Cause you're the, done. Yes. And there's nothing every, better than being at a track meet when your events are done. Yes. Cause then you're just there for the bitches and the yeah. fun. <laughs> We're out here fucking having fun. Track was the best because it was a 13-hour day only to compete for an hour. And yeah. I say compete for an hour, and it was just maybe you warm up for a little bit. Maybe you do this. You do four events. It's like yeah. So it was an hour of your time, but the rest of it was social. Especially our fi- us field people, like uh, <sighs> jumpers and throwers. Way to go. Yeah. By noon, you're done till 9 o'clock. Yeah. It's the best. So what I did, and I don't remember why I did it. I just thought, I was like, ah, oh, this might be cool. And we did it, and it was fucking awesome. We would do the wave, like the wave you see in like crowds, stadiums, like yeah. stadiums, right? People do the wave, and it's like the wave, like at one point had its moment. Now it's kind of annoying. We would do the wave during the four by four as they ran by. Yeah, we would get on that corner and do the wave, and I was like, maybe this is cool, maybe it's not. And they did it, and it was like, All right, I think this is pretty cool. We had guys come off afterwards, and like we'd get on the bus to go home. You're like, dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but that was the coolest fucking thing we've it made me ever faster. done. Yeah, yeah, like it's one of those moments. You're like, I've never been faster. So we used to do that all the time. So then we get to state. You can't be on the infield. State is yeah. like it's super strict. So we were on the outside and we were like trying to do the wave. And like as we get done, I remember we walked by because like it went three A, four A, five A, right? Mm-hmm. So we our girls didn't uh, compete in the finals for uh, four by four. Our guys did. So we thought we won it. Turns out we we lost by like that last step to like Los Alamos or Academy or whoever it was. But like at the time, it's like fuck yeah, we won. We already locked up the state championship. We're like this is fucking yeah. awesome. 
and we walk by Cleveland and I just remember like seeing like this one big black dude and just being like, let's fucking go Cleveland. And he looks at me he's like, let's go. We like, we'll have like this embrace, dap up, whatever. I don't know if it's true, but I believe that was Desmond. <laughs> like that was the best part is like, I know you were like, if that was Desmond, you were right, right next there. To him. <laughs> Um, being that as a big black dude is most had to be um, what, like uh, 99.9 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure it was so funny too because like we were like as a team there's like 25 of us and we were just like walking by yeah and i was just like pumped because i was like we locked up a state championship like we have no competition with you guys like yeah you got like and if we're we done. did if we did you guys fucking would have destroyed us it doesn't <laughs> matter we have no competition with you guys whatsoever you guys were about to run and i was like i just remember like looking and i was like why not turn this 25 people into 80 people yeah and she's like let's fucking go cleveland and everyone's like let's go like that moment it just like yeah. that was like my last moment of like high school like let's get a crowd involved yeah <laughs> like, no, yeah, because we used to be, we used to do crazy four by four stuff too. We'd bring speakers, stupid, and get all wild on the corner. But yeah, that's like the head coach would like. That's what he told me. He's like, dude, you guys brought like the, because our football team was really cool in that way of like we just had a lot of fun, and like we had a lot of football crossover. And he's like, we really, he's like, I loved how like, because like it always felt like the track only guys were so serious. Like they yeah. were just so like not like they didn't treat it like it was like they didn't treat it like it was like fun a team like fun sport and like so when it comes to that it, was like, though, like and i don't mean to cut you off the the thing with like track though is like if you're gonna be at a high level it's so technical mm -hmm. so like i could understand if you only do track it's like yeah like football has like so much variance golf wrestling whatever else has so much variance it's like track it's so controlled so you have to yeah. be so technical so it's so serious yeah so like i get that like track only you'd be like you probably don't have as much fun like what you're talking yeah about. no and they didn't but like it but that's why the head coach let me come to the St. Chan State me with that gave me like a got me like a uh, athlete pass. badge yeah whatever it's like he's like you guys like he's like you definitely had a role like you made it fun like me and Desmond like we honestly like because he threw I jumped and then we just walk around and just like talk shit and like get after it and it was a lot of fun is there like but there's nothing better though because like it, there's something it, it, it's unfair because like when I like grew up everything was competitive like amongst mm -hmm. my friends it was not like a i almost never cheered my, like for my friends because it was like like why am i not doing that which is yeah. like super unhealthy that's you, bad yeah why it's so unhealthy dude there's so much i've like if you listen to the uh podcast i have with chris allen and uh elliot like i like i talk about I'm like oh i grew up like if you really want to get deep into it like i grew up racist and homophobic like i just did yeah and that's not cool but i did yeah and so like but it go like I, I grew up in a really unhealthy like youth atmosphere, um, yeah. but it was one of those things that like I didn't like seeing my friends have like success because it was like what am I not doing? Mm -hmm. And I was like again super unhealthy. Yeah, but that's the way I felt. But track was like the one thing. It's like, dude, I've never done pole vault. It doesn't affect me at it all. It doesn't affect me at all. It's like and if if anything, I need them to succeed. Mm -hmm. Like, was there not like a more fun time to just go? And just like hype up your boy, yes, 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 or like talk shit to the people around you while your boy is like jumping, yeah. or you're like whoever you're like, like let's go, <laughs> like that feeling of just like nobody can touch this guy, nobody. <laughs> you can talk shit freely because it's like it has no effect on you. Doesn't affect you at all. No, you're the one. Well, I don't even say it's rare because I think fraternities get a bad rap, but for the fraternity made you contrary to popular popular belief, 
less racist and less homophobic. Oh, it hundred percent did. If even if like fraternities, See, dude, everybody talks shit about fraternities, dude. They're e- wrong. Even if fraternities made non-homophobic people homophobic or non-racist people racist. It did the exact opposite for me. Like, yeah, I needed that. I Which, needed that so I, much. Honestly, like, I don't want to go like in a soapbox about fraternities, but I really do think that they work almost. I mean, not talking about the South. I think excluding that, but like, yeah. I really do think fraternities are mostly the exact opposite of what people think they are. Mo- like, most of the time, I would definitely agree like. With are you. people like do? Are you douchier and like say stupid shit and like do stupid things and like drink weird and whatever yes but like honestly you tend to have to be more inclusive when you're in a fraternity like honestly you have to be you tend you around like whether it's 30 20 100 people yeah you have to be more inclusive you have to be and i i completely agree with you like it was one of those things that like you you just like share experience with people yeah like everyone is the exact fucking same yeah. But the best part was, is like, you knew you weren't the same as everyone. And it's like, that's such a beautiful thing of like yeah. being like, I'm the exact same spot as you, but like you and I are so completely different. Mm-hmm. Not in like a, a weird way, but just in like a general, I've said this to several people and it's one of my favorite things is like Kevin Dross and Larry Jackson alone are two people that I would <laughs> never, never have hung out with. Yeah. And it's not being mean. Like they'd probably never hang out with me. Uh, yeah but the fact of like being in the same fraternity and just like hanging out like i've had some fun memories of just like casual conversation not like a crazy like we're at this event or this or whatever but like the fact that we're just all hanging out like Mm -hmm. larry jackson one of the coolest guys i fucking know he's amazing he's he's the fucking best and i probably would have never smoked weed and watched spongebob with larry jackson without (laughs) was there was there any better part of the meetings when larry used to come up and read a quote (laughs) No. He used to come up and read a so quote. Good. It was like so good. It would make me so happy. The quote could be dog shit, but Larry would deliver it. Oh, and he would tell you what it meant. And It'd just like perfect. in total Larry fashion of like, because because if anyone doesn't know Larry Jackson, I hope he's listening. Love you, Larry. Shout out. The thing about Larry was he never, ever had a sense of urgency. No, never. Ever. Like <laughs> things like we'd be like, we're in a burning building we gotta get no. outside a burning building he'd go like this <laughs> yeah rub his hands. like all right so where is the exit it's like what are you talking about run motherfucker but he never had a sense of urgency we're like it would be one of those things where we'd be ready to leave meeting it's like i'm fucking tired we've been in this stupid Monday. meeting yeah for two hours i have homework like i'm exhausted like what the fuck and larry would get up there and deliver a quote and maybe have three, four, five minutes of like talking about it after. Yeah, perfect. Which didn't need that. It needed like a minute max. Yeah. But he would talk about it and it was just like, it would like, it was exciting, but it wasn't like an exciting quote or it wasn't exciting this. It was exciting because it like it filled something that you needed inside you. Mm-hmm. And he would fucking deliver it and it was like, let's go. But he's also just so wholesome. Oh, like so he's wholesome. Best. He's like a very comforting person. All time to talk to. It's the fucking best, dude. What a what a vibe. Absolute vibe. I think that's a perfect <laughs> stopping point. On, I appreciate you being on yeah. the podcast. This was super fun. Um, <laughs> Some tangents there. Yeah, dude. It was perfect. That's the best part of the podcast. 
Guys, thank you for joining another episode of Escaping Tyranny. You guys remember the rules. Mix in the water, don't drink and drive. Go down to your partner in the earth spot. Cheers. Shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could get less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could get less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.